2: Mr. Shannon. That's right. And this is Miss Duval. I'm very happy. Then I'm happy, too. Hello. My name is Cameron. I have a plantation outside of San Tomas. Sugar.
1: Sugar? For the time being, just call me Sailor.
2: What can we do for you, Mr. Cameron? I've never come to a man and and begged before in my life. And then you've come to the wrong man. You don't have to beg anything from me. It's about a girl. A young girl. Wild, impetuous, and
1: spoiled. No, thanks. Mr. Shannon already has one.
2: Sailor, why don't you go and put a new point in our desk pen?
1: Where am I going to get a new point? Post office is closed.
2: Please. It's about my daughter. It's about Kathy. Kathy and the Blue Moon. Oh, yes. There's a gambling ship in the bay called the Blue Moon. Look, if you're a man in trouble, I'll listen to you. If all you want to do is hire someone to spank your daughter for gambling, get yourself somebody else. Because nobody else can do what I want you to do.
1: You haven't told Slate yet what it is. Maybe he won't. Do you want
2: mind to? if I make my own decision, Sailor? Go ahead, Mr. Cameron. Kathy's involved with a man named Norton. Oh, yes, I've heard of him. He owns the Blue Moon. How did your daughter get mixed up with a guy like that? I don't know. All I know is that since she's met him, she's... Well, she's changed. She's a stranger to me. She's on that boat all the time.
1: I have an easy solution. Why don't you just tell Mr. Norton to buy your daughter from the boat?
2: I've tried that. He laughed in my face. He told me... Hold it a minute. Sailor, there's a guy over there at the cigar counter. Take care of him. Well, go ahead, Sailor. I'll remember every word Mr. Cameron says and tell you later. <laughs> All right, Cameron. Well, Norton knows something about Kathy I don't. I know my daughter. It's more than just a lust for gambling. Please, will you help me, Shannon? Go there, talk to Kathy. Convince her that she she need never go back to that ship again. Please. Please, I'll, I'll give you anything. Put your wallet back. Your daughter's in trouble with Norton, I'll I'll try to straighten her out. You don't understand, Shannon.
3: I'm a rich
0: man.
2: When I bring Kathy back, you'll give me a box of lump sugar. You're not too loud, Paul. You disturb our boss. Tell Greg I want to see him. Our boss sleeps. His brain goes all the time. He needs rest. Wake him up, Mickey. I've got something for him. I don't wake up, boss, till he asks me. Wake
4: me up, Mickey. Who wants me?
2: It's your croupier, Paul. The wheel junkie says he's
3: got something. He can keep it to himself till you get your share of sleep, boss.
4: Let him
0: in.
3: Our boss says for me to let you in. I'll let. Uh, You have something for me, Paul? Well, give it to me, but make it tender, because I just woke up.
2: I uh, was in Shannon's place a little while ago.
3: And you had fun. Rub my neck, Mickey. There's a crick in it. Yeah, thanks, boss. Uh. Oh, that's good. That's very good.
2: There was someone else there. Kathy Cameron's father. Now
3: the other side, Mickey. Ah.
2: He's sick with worry about his daughter. Wants Shannon to take her away from you. You three must have made a jolly group. They were so wrapped up in it. Shannon, his girl, Cameron. They thought all I wanted was to buy a pack of cigarettes. You're a good boy, Paul.
3: The thing of many talents. Shannon's coming out here to the boat. I thought you'd need to know. Paul's a good boy, isn't he, Mickey? I'm better for you, boss. He can't do the things for you I can do. He can't. Re- of course he can't, Mickey. Nobody can. That's why I keep you around, isn't it? See? See? That's why he keeps me around. That's why... Sure, Mickey. (laughs) So they want to take Kathy away from me. And Kathy will never leave me. Because I fixed it that way, didn't I, boss? Mm Mm-hmm. Because you threw yourself in front of her car because she thought she'd kill you. That's why you've got to keep out of her sight because for as long as she thinks you don't exist, she belongs to me till I use her up. Her and her daddy's money. And so clean. She loses it to me at the roulette table. Clean and legitimate.
2: Boss, that uh, Shannon could...
3: No one's going to spoil it, Mickey. Not a well-paying corpse like you. I give you my word. Look through the porthole, Greg.
2: That's Shannon's boat coming alongside.
3: Go hold his hand, Paul. Then bring him to me. I want to tell him how he can't part two sweethearts like Kathy and me. <laughs> Do me in my gambling ship great honor, Miss Duval, oh, Mr. Shannon. Your boy brought us to you. We asked for Kathy Cameron. He didn't want to deny me the pleasure of meeting you two. He has standing orders to deliver to me first the illustrious, the renowned.
1: You see, Slate, I keep telling you that's what we are. You never believe me. Go on, Mr. Norton. You were saying... That
3: I would have shuddered if you came aboard and deprived me of yourself.
1: Gee, you're smooth, Mr. Norton. The way you talk. The waxed mustache.
2: That's the only word for you.
1: Smooth.
3: So
2: you saved yourself a shudder, Norton.
3: Now, is it all right if we go find Kathy? She may not care for you disturbing her at the gambling table. Now, what did you want with Miss Cameron?
2: We're going to take her back to Havana with us, Norton, because her father's lonesome for her. He's a funny guy. He thinks his daughter ought to spend more time at home. Any objections? Uh, I only asked you because you stuck your nose in.
3: (laughs) No objections. I only fear for you. You think you can stop me? I know I can. However, Miss Cameron is in the casino on A deck, and uh, please sign the guest book. I'll want something to remember you by. Number twelve on the black, black page, twelve page. Miss
0: Cameron.
2: What? Mind if we talk to you? Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. Place your bets. Mind if we talk to you?
1: Go away.
2: I can't do that, Miss Cameron.
1: Why don't you two try the poop deck? It's a good place to jump from. Jump from? Oh, well, your preposition is dangling, Kathy. Your father must have picked the wrong finishing school for you. My father? Oh, you made me miss my bet. Sailor. I know. You want me to kibitz that hot game of old maid over there.
2: Come on, Kathy. Let's get some air, you and I.
4: You're hurting my arm.
2: It's an advice I use to make myself clear. Come on.
4: I
1: made a suggestion to you before concerning the poop deck. Or if that doesn't suit you, why don't you try it from this rail?
2: You're just a kid, Kathy. You've got to grow up a little more before that kind of talk becomes you.
1: Oh, you think I'm a kid.
2: 19, 20. Kids that old and women over 40 use lipstick the way you do.
1: Another suggestion. A girl 19 is better for you. Want to know why? I'll put my arms around you and show you.
2: Hey, take it easy.
1: And hold you. Okay, Norton. Yes! (laughs) Ah.
3: Did you notice, Miss Cameron, I only had to do it once, right in the back of the neck.
1: Get him out of here.
3: I think I'll give him back to Miss Duval. (laughs) Don't you think I'm considerate?
4: Mr. Slate, he stood on moonlit deck. Man from behind hid him in his neck. Lady sailor she bring from ship blue moon. Her winnings to date, Mr. Slate in a swoon. Because they tried to do one very good deed. Bring daughter back to father who cried his need. He waved at them a face full of woe. Mr. Slate, he said, don't cry, I go. You say Slate?
1: You didn't make such a hobby of helping people, this never would have happened to you.
2: That's uh, just what a fellow needs at a time like this, sailor, a kind word. Now you are hurt, Mr. sleep because you love a good
1: deed too much?
2: <laughs> yeah. I live for the moment when I can bring a wandering girl back to her daddy.
1: Let Norton have her. I don't think I could go through this again. You go through it. Your neck is my neck. I read that once in a poem.
2: I'm going back to the blue moon, sailor. It meant me real nice because I've got some things to do there. I want to look good.
1: Uh-uh. If you go back, they'll kill you. Those were Norton's parting words to me. He said, tell him not to come back. Next time, I'll give him to you in pieces. You're a complicated man, Slate. I could never put you back together again.
2: Give me another whiff of your smelling salts, sailor. That ringing noise is back in my skull.
1: You're a ham bone. That's the telephone. Shannon's place, sailor Duval. What's the place? Oh, uh-huh. For you, Slate. The man who grows sugar. He's in a tizzy. Anyway, he makes sounds like a tizzy. I'll
2: let you know. Slate Shannon speaking.
3: Forget it, Mister Shannon. Forget ever I called on you. I don't need you any longer.
2: Where are you, Mister Cameron?
3: I'm at home. But you're not to come here.
0: You're not to.
2: The... Get me a clean shirt, sailor. I've got to see a man who doesn't need me. <laughs> Children What's up. this all about, Cameron? Did anyone follow you here? I didn't bother to look. Let's go inside. If they followed Inside. Norton's got you scared too, huh? You don't know what you're doing coming here. Who do you threaten? You or your daughter? Get out of here. You made a big noise when I first met you, Cameron. Now all I hear is chicken. Your daughter needs help. What happened to all your worry about her? I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Hey, you're, no. Let go of me. you're going to oh. calm down.
3: Oh.
2: Yeah. Oh. that's better. Now, don't let us throw you. It's just a matter of age and condition.
3: They'll kill her.
2: No, they won't kill her. That's not what you're afraid of. Yes, yes. They're taking all your money through her. Killing you would be a safer investment. That way, they'd get the money a lot faster. I, I don't want to die. Well, neither do I. You started something with me. Now it's got to be finished. <laughs> and Lauren McCall and the second act of our story.
1: I give you two words, Slate. You're crazy.
2: Yeah, I get psychotic when I'm beat over the head. Now look, it's three o'clock in the morning. Go get some sleep.
1: I've gotten better prizes than you on the bottom of a crackerjack box.
2: Why don't you do what I tell you?
1: Look, if you tried to handle the bold venture now, you'd drive her into the rocks. In your condition, you... have got a condition. The man said he'd kill you if you came out to the blue moon again. He said that he... Aren't you going to help me aboard our boat? All right. Sometimes I wonder why I ate I had a spaniel once who had better manners than you. Talk to me, Slate. Out of the way. Who are you talking to?
2: Out of the way. sailor.
1: What do you want?
2: Come here. Look at the motor. Wires all over the place.
1: Someone's... Someone's come aboard.
2: Who's there? I can't see your face. Who is it? But you can't see my gun, can't you? Who are you? How about you, Mr. Ball? Can you see it?
1: Uh, Move it a little to the left. Thanks. My, it's pretty in the moonlight.
2: If you get that boat fixed, take it north. If you take it south, you might get too close to the blue moon. Then everything will blow up in your face. I've been pushed around long enough. I've got about... (laughs) The next time I'll put the bullet into your head, Shannon, instead of into the woodwork of your boat. Want to try? No? (laughs) See, you can be sensible. Good night, mechanics.
3: You do yourself nicely on my money, Paul. Your apartment, charming. The decor, excellent taste. And now that I've performed the amenities, you had something for me? It'll take Shannon a long time to fix his boat. And you convinced him not to annoy us anymore? Mm, it's hard to tell with a man like Shannon. Yes. You're ever so right. Then it's up to you, my dear Kathy. If Shannon should discover you're a murderess, a hit-and-run killer, they'd take you away from me. And that would make you desolate, wouldn't it?
1: You wanted me to do something? Just tell me. Don't claw at me like a fat cat.
3: Emotions have their way with you, don't they, my dear? All right. Call Shannon's place. Ask for Miss Duval. Tell her to come here because you need her so desperately. In ten minutes. You do need her, Kathy. So you won't waste your precious life away in prison.
1: Shannon's place. Sailor Duval speaking. This is Kathy, Miss Duval. Kathy Cameron. Is Mister Shannon there? No, he's sitting up with a sick boat. He's abnormal. good. Listen, you must come here alone. Sixteen for sale, Gomez. Apartment 12. In ten minutes, if it matters to you whether I live. Well, that's the other side of town. How do I get there this time of night? There are no cabs. What do I do? Wave a wand over a pumpkin? Oh, you must. Please, find a way. Well, uh, maybe King Moses will lend me his jalape. What's wrong, Kathy? Why do you In want... In ten to... minutes, Mr. Dallard. <coughs> the
3: way you wanted it, Gregg. Your choice of words was exquisite, my dear. And it is a matter of whether you live.
1: Hey, watch out! You crazy fool! Look, I, I didn't see you. I, oh, you're hurt, aren't you? I'll go get help.
0: Hey there.
1: Am I glad to see somebody? This man well, I
2: saw what happened.
1: Get a doctor, will you?
2: Your car was weaving from side to side. You ran this man down.
1: What are you talking about? He just ran out in front of a car. And
2: you tried to run away. If I hadn't stuck you, you would have just left the man lying there.
1: You know something? You don't
2: have anything to worry about as long as you listen to me.
1: You know something? No, your voice fits your face. First it was your face. You spin the wheel on the blue moon. And your voice happened a little while ago aboard our boat. Wait a minute.
3: It
2: doesn't matter who I am. You hit that
3: man. Ouch! Ouch! Hey, you
1: out of your mind, lady? Did I pinch you too hard? You're supposed to be dead.
3: Hey, we got a clever one on our hands, Paul. Yeah.
2: She's done being clever. Throw her in the car, Mickey. The boss will tell you where
3: to throw her after that. (laughs)
4: Welcome, Mr. Slate. I got coffee perking for you in the kitchen. Uh, thanks,
2: King. You didn't have to wait up for me. What I have and have not to do, Mr. Slate, is my own affair.
4: I go bring your coffee.
2: No, oh, no coffee. Stay here, King. Sing to me. Right now, I need sleep.
4: I do not think sleep will come to you, Mr. Slate. You just sit there and watch it. It will not come because Miss Taylor is not here. If she washed the room of Anna this time
3: and
2: I'd let her, I got other things on my mind.
4: Two hours ago there came a phone call. Miss Sailor scribble address on pad. Borrow my auto. Here is the address. I think you better go look for her, Mister Slate.
2: <laughs> You're afraid she looks gone with that heap. Take twenty bucks out of the register, King. That'll take care of it. Because the call came from Miss Cathy
4: Cameron. Huh? I told you Sleep would not come, Mister Slate. <laughs>
2: Banging on the right door, Mister. Yeah, banging on the right head.
0: Oh,
2: now ah. 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 well, we'll drag you inside. Come on, up on oh. your feet. Get where the buster. Start talking. What's the matter with you? Oh. up. This is where we were ten seconds ago. Start talking. Uh. Not going to get you any place, Shannon. You know my name. Huh? Oh. That's for taking the liberty. What did you do with Sailor? Blue moon. She's there. How come she's there? You're going to answer me, Buster, because you happen to be fresh off the blue moon. You're the guy who spins the roulette wheel. I tried to frame her. Didn't work. How? Make like hit and run. Blackmail. Little guy, Mickey, used to make a living at it. Run in front of the car, make out he's hurt. People get scared. Pay off. Sailor was too smart didn't bite. Same gambit you pulled on Kathy Cameron, huh? Get out of it, Shannon. You know, for a guy who spins a roulette wheel all day, how come you keep one in your apartment? Hobby. Uh-huh. Hobby. And you'll enjoy this. I read where a croupier in Monte Carlo practiced and practiced. He got good. He put that ball in the black slot or the red slot almost every time he wanted. They're and grief. He couldn't do it every time, but his average was great. All right, all right. Like you and Norton are doing to Kathy Cameron. Blackmailing her on a hit-and-run caper. She pays off by playing the wheel. Loses money every night. Knows it's rigged against her and can't do anything about it. <laughs> Stealing money legal. Uh-huh. Because I woke you from a deep sleep. Oh. I give it back to you. Is your boat for hire?
0: Let me hear a
4: number, senor.
2: Five bucks.
4: Not the right number. Try Carlos with the catwalk.
2: Ten. Ten bucks.
3: Put your money where my hand is.
2: Here. Eight bucks and change. Blue moon, skipper. She's anchored a few miles out. First, I count the change. Well, Look, love you. You want the blue moon, senor? Then let me count the change. 97, 98, 99, Oh. Here is the other penny. You, you almost not make it, senor. You want I should wait for you, senor? Yeah, I'll wait. I give you a hand up the side. Well, there's rope hanging down from the side. Just hold the end of it. I'm going up hand over hand. cabin, Shannon, and see how your luck is. Sailor. Sailor. Sailor.
0: Hey, it's the middle of the night.
2: Yeah, isn't it, though? I'll get back to you. Sailor.
1: Is that you, say? Let me in. I can't. The door's locked. You got a hairpin? matter? Night wind playing hard with your
2: hair, too? Slip it under the door. All
1: right, here. Where did you learn how to pick a
2: lock? A friend of mine taught me. Gee, that reminds me, I owe her a letter. I'll stay like this, sailor. It's been too long since I felt your arm against my cheek.
1: Just think. All this while, there's only been a hairpin between Get back here, sailor.
2: Get your hair up, I'll be back. You can get away, Shannon.
3: You made a mistake, Shannon. I'm going to find you in that corner of the room and kill you. I see you, Shannon. Well, I've got the hand it to you, Shannon. You tried. Too bad you had to die on a coal pile. You almost
2: said... Come on down to the coal pile with me. Start with this. I can still hear you. Can't hear you anymore now, Norton.
1: Slate, are you all right?
2: Look, I spoiled a nice clean shirt you washed for me.
1: I'll wash your other one.
2: First, there's a couple of guys on this boat. I've got to collect them for the police. What about Kathy? She's got nothing more to worry about. Her father can get her.
1: Well, it happened again, Slate. You did your good deed, and you got your lumps for it. Don't you get tired of it?
2: Till the next time. Let's get out of here, sailor. Taylor, the last wire's in place. Bold Venture's going to run like a dream.
1: Fine. Where are we going?
2: I didn't say we were going place. I just said the Bold Venture'd run like a dream. You want to hear it?
1: If it makes you happy.
2: All right. Wait till you hear that motor purr.
1: What kind of a dream does that sound like?
2: I, know, I had it running a minute ago.
1: Let me try What'd you do to it? Touched it gently. You want to see how? See your eyes, your cheeks, your lips. You've heard too, don't you?
2: (laughs) Full speed ahead, sailor. There's a smooth sea tonight.
0: Bold Venture
2: Adventure, Intrigue, Mystery, Romance Starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall Together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean. Bold Venture! the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you bold venture and a tale of mystery and a dream Ah, uh, Slate, you should have been with us
4: laid up for repairs on a jewel of an island and the girls with a wild orchid oh. <laughs>
2: Uh, be gentle with me, Joe. I'm a man of responsibilities now. I've got a boat and a hotel, and me, and her. Every sea orphan to his own paradise. You found yours.
1: And he'd better not stray from it, or I'll beat him over the head with a wild kumquat.
2: <laughs> you got yourself a tigress this time, Leslie. A ah, kitten.
1: You heard what the man said. A tigress.
2: Uh huh. You signing on with the Tampa Victory again, Joe? First mate on that stinking oil bucket. Oh no, no. I don't need her anymore. We're done with each other. I just come off her for the last time. Well, All I need is right here in this little package wrapped in Shanghai soup. I give it to you.
1: Why, thanks. We didn't expect it, did we, Slay? Uh,
2: don't let the tears well up in gratitude, Mr. Val. You're only to keep it for me till I come back for it. Will you do that for an old sea Sure. In a good place where no one can touch a greedy finger to it. I see. We we got a safe. Will that do?
1: Slate keeps all his valuables in it. His necktie. His, uh... Well, that does it. His necktie.
2: It's the best place we've got, Joe. How about it? Just remember that in this bit of silk, you hold the rest of Joe Bishop's life. I'll remember. Then take it. Hey, what's that combination again, server? Don't bother to answer him, honey. Because he won't need it. Bless you, buster?
1: Slate, be polite.
2: Got a gun. Uh-huh. You're cute, honey. Hand it over you, the thing in your hand. Give it to Tom. You'll not
0: take it, brother. You'll not.
2: It. You know something? I bet he's dead. Anybody want to discuss it? Yeah.
1: Don't, Slate. He'll kill you, too.
2: You'll read me, honey. Throw it on the floor, Slate boy. That's what you tell him, doesn't he, honey? Hold on to a man like that. And now Tommy's going to go away with it. Because right now, Tommy doesn't want anyone else to die. <laughs> Mr. Carnovan. Mr. Carnovan. Shut up. But, Mr. and I brought the package. It says My that... current suggestion to you, Thomas, is to shut up. Sit down and Watch. Consider the beauty which surrounds you and savors it if you can. Sit down, Thomas. Chorus girl's dancing. Not supposed to send me? See how delicate. There's that one over there. She's fat, Mr. Corden. She's tattooed. Here uh, you Doesn't it? Turn your blood to ice, Thomas, to realize we are here now beyond the reaches of civilization. A part of it. I don't know what you're talking about, Mr. Cordovan. This is a crummy walk down joint in Havana with a 50 cent table cover charge. Here's a package. Thank you, Thomas. Did you have any trouble? I killed a man. Oh, I'm glad you did, Thomas. Another life, another death added to the fabulous tears of Cedar. Open the package, huh? Of course. Talis. Gaze. Uh-huh. How much are they worth? The tears of Siva. The priceless tears without flick or flaw. The treasure of the Far Indies. Genghis Khan laid the city to waste for these. Look, all I see is two stars, Sapphine. And all I want to know is how much are they worth? They are priceless. Observe them. Pick one up and look at it. It will light up the whole room. Go on, go on, Thomas. Pick one up and look at it.
0: Sure.
2: I first saw these beauties after a pick sticking with the Raja of Similu. He showed them to me. This is pretty. Not the Raja of Similu who played polo. The other one, the one with the wives. Uh-huh. <laughs> this dark sapphire doesn't light up nothing, Mr. Uh, well, What did you say? It don't even show a star. What? Maybe they're priceless because this Genghis character liked them. But from where I'm sitting, they're dying store items. Let me see. What wild joke? Someone has bungled. I have his head, you hear? I'll have his head. Ponies. <clears throat> I knocked off a man for two marbles. <sighs> Forgive me for losing control, Thomas. Yeah. Someone will die
0: for this. Yeah.
4: To Mr. Slade come a man from sea Who dream of violence, Say do something for me Say, here is pocket, please put it away I come back to take it on another day then in walks man with death in his hand. Say hand over pocket in voice so bland. This he man makes big protest. Two bullets in chest give him rest. You think they did that, King? Our man finds peace in many ways, Mr. Slate. He only does not know when it is coming to him.
2: Uh, it didn't have to come to him that way.
4: Look, Slate, like maybe Joe Bishop bought it that way.
1: Maybe he, he could...
2: tasted wild fruit on a tropical island. He didn't expect to end up on a slab in the police morgue.
1: The police will take care of it, Slate. They'll find his murderer. It's out of your hands. Is
2: it? Is that how you want it?
1: Whatever you want, Slate.
2: Take your hand off my arm. Let's go get your coat. I want to talk to the skipper of the Tampa Victory. Whatever you want. Send him away, King. I'm not into anyone.
1: Uh. I'm afraid I heard that, Mr.
2: Shannon. One of my less exquisite vices, eavesdropping. Goody. Now I don't have to be polite. Thank you, sir. Uh, I have come to share your bereavement over the deceased Joseph Bishop. And to ask if Joseph's dying song was for me. Might have been. We couldn't make out the words. Joe's pain got in the way. And he had no message for me, for Junius Cordovan is intimate of many places and many memories. No message. The name of a port, perhaps, of a person, of a thing?
1: No name. Try for a number.
2: Hmm. I have consumed your priceless time. Good day, and may the goddesses
1: of uh, whatever
2: be with you.
0: May they be. Mm.
1: You know what's wrong with a roly-poly man? He's going through life thinking he's skinny.
2: Okay, Mama Fried. Just get your coat.
1: Do I have to, Slate? It's a warm night.
2: Well, we're going. It might turn cold. Get it.
1: Hey, hey, where do you think
2: you're going? Where's the skipper of this freighter? Can't see him. Joe at us.
1: That's that the way you say it, say
2: well, Look, let me handle it, will you? Uh, Why Joe you. He's a friend of
1: ours. And Joe's a friend of the Skipper's. Now we're all friends. Hi. You got the makings? What did Friska do, you seafaring man, you? Uh,
2: he means the makings for cigarettes.
1: Oh. Here, they come all put together now. Take one.
2: Thank you. Tell me something, mate. Nope. It's about Joe. Nope.
1: Take the pack.
2: Yep. You, uh, were talking about Joe when I interrupted, mister. Joe and the skipper friends? They go to milk cows together.
1: You can't get a lot closer than that, Slate.
2: Real close, and Since Port-au-Prince, they pat each other on the back every time they pass. Yeah, how come since Port-au-Prince? Since then, that's all. Since Haiti. Since the checker game. You can have my cigarettes, too. Let's start with the cows. Nope. Let's start with the checker game. Joe went ashore in Port-au-Prince. Didn't come back. Skipper chewed his pipe salmon too neatly. Tried to get another first mate. Couldn't. Called me. Skipper and me went ashore and found Joe. Playing checkers? With a lady. What lady? Owns the sailor's rest in Port-au-Prince.
1: I can hardly wait till the part about the cows.
2: They're going to milk them.
1: Joe and the Skipper.
2: In Pennsylvania. Huh? Sure. Since Port-au-Prince, they decided to quit the sea and to buy a farm in Pennsylvania. And, and milk, milk, milk cows. Yep. Something happened there in Port-au-Prince, mister. The man who sailed to sea decides no more sailing. Something happened. Changed them two. Now let's go talk to the skipper. Nope. Oh, sleeping. he will wake up. I tried to stop you. You'd knock me down, wouldn't you?
1: Make you walk the plank.
2: They don't do that no more. They're knocked down. Skipper's sleeping in his cabin. Come on, sailor. the door. You want to handle this or you're going to let me?
1: I'll try the door. See? Hmm. Skipper's not a tidy man. Sextant off the wall, coffee stains on the charts, and what a dusty compass. Yeah.
2: Now look at the Skipper. Huh? Come here. Look at him.
1: Oh, you should have just told me about it.
2: Stabbed in the heart. Dead. now let's get out of here. We got enough fuel on Bold Venture to get to Port-au-Prince?
1: No, not quite. Why?
2: Because that's where we're going. We'll pick up some gas in Guantanamo. The
1: question's still hanging in midair. Why?
2: Look, two guys had a dream about owning a farm in Pennsylvania. One of them was a friend of mine. I've got a boat that can get me to Haiti. That's not very far to go for a friend.
1: What makes you think the answers are in Haiti? Well,
2: that's where two sailors suddenly decide to become farmers. Whatever brought them that decision also made them dead. Let's go to Haiti, sailor. Looks like they're about ready to shove off, Mr. Cardiff. Give me the glasses, Thomas. Yeah. You might notice, Mr. Cordovan, that the boat and the girl make a pretty picture. Let me enjoy it. That Shannon launches it, huh? Seems very efficient. Uh, on your wanderings on the dock, did you find out their destination? Yeah. A character whispered to me, Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Mm. And here's some money, Thomas. Hire a plane. Where to? Port-au-Prince, Haiti. I want to give those two an interesting welcome. Mm. (laughs) it's in the end of Adventure, our stars Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story.
1: You know what they say about this place, Slate?
2: I know what seamen say. What do they say?
1: They say, when Paris catches cold, Port-au-Prince sneezes.
2: (laughs) Well, that's not the way I heard it. Well, I heard a sailor's... Hmm, those jeans you wear keep throwing me.
1: Then buy me a Paris dress. Maybe that'll make you remember. What oh,
2: sailor, I... Mille pardon. pardon, monsieur et mademoiselle. You are young and hait, no? No. Then follow me. Ten dollars, the guided tour, and you will grow. But in ecstasy. One buck. One buck for a sailor's rest run by a lady. De place a mademoiselle Denise, for one dollar? Do not insult me, monsieur.
3: I give you that for nothing.
2: Twelve Rue des Toussaint.
3: Oh, where am I, respectable?
2: And don't you to, sailor.
1: I'm going with you.
2: I right, have some money. Check in at the Elysee Hotel. I'll meet you there.
1: I'm going with you.
2: This is a sailor's rest, baby. How are they going to get any if they see you walk in?
1: Well, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Come back in one piece, respectable Shannon. <laughs> Is that you, say?
2: No, honey. But better open up, or we'll scream. Remember me, honey?
1: Yeah. You kill.
2: You're doing good, honey.
1: And me. Do you remember me,
2: Mr. Vow? Ah, you're enchanting, Mr. Vow. Never shut the door, Thomas. <coughs> And you may go through all the feminine galaxy of reactions, Mr. Bow. terror, wonder, curiosity.
1: Which? Dibs on the last one. sheer
2: <laughs> delight you are, Mr. Vowel. Isn't she, Thomas?
1: Then I'll tear yourself away from us.
4: <laughs> Ain't he the one?
1: I could lean out the window and yell. What's the French word for help? <laughs>
2: Even if I told you it would never rise to your classic lips, Mister Ball, this gun would bury it in your throat. No, no. Let us just sit here in delicious contemplation of each other until Mister Shannon brings us the tears of Siva. From there, I may improvise. <laughs> run this place?
0: We. Oui.
4: You want to play checkers with the news, no? No. What do you want from the news?
2: I want to talk to you.
4: Sit down, too. We play checkers to prevent them from boring each other,
2: huh? I'll take the black. You know a man off the Fayette of Tampa Victory, first mate named Joe Bishop.
4: Who are you?
2: Joe's friend.
4: No, the shake you. How do I know you're Joe's friend?
2: He died in my arms.
4: Oui. By looking into your face, I see sadness. Your friend. Jump. Yeah. <laughs> fell wound you with <laughs> your Joe, dead. huh?
0: Uh-huh.
4: He must hear if his captain came from here.
2: Captain, was knifed to death. Because
4: the Jews, because the bad luck Jews.
2: I don't know what you're talking about.
4: The one's given to Joe by the Mama Lloyd.
2: No, I'm still not with you.
4: Mama Lloyd, voodoo lady. In the hills, outside of the other Why
2: did this, whatever you call it, Mama, something, give anything to Joe?
4: But perhaps Mama Lloyd liked Joe.
2: Can you take me to her?
4: Not allowed.
2: I didn't ask you that.
4: You wish to go to Lady of Voodoo?
2: That's the impression I'm trying to make.
4: Denise will take you later tonight. Now move a shekel.
2: I hope you know the way. <laughs> How about you? I wait here. Oh, Mama Rose is expecting you. What? How does
0: she know I'm? Oh. can
2: tell me who killed
0: them. Those who won
1: the tears of Shiva. No, that doesn't mean anything to me. Two sapphires that I want of use to a
0: sailor because i tired of robbing them between my fingers. He told me he would return for them.
2: Sapphires? Valuable?
1: To me, no longer. To those who covet them, the wealth of kings.
2: You've still got them.
0: Yes, <laughs> here in these pouch. Take them, my son.
1: Use them to find those who have struck down
0: the sailors.
2: I'll do my best. Denise, where are you? I see present. Stop waiting. I'll lace you back to
0: Port-au-Prince.
2: That would be your Mr. Shaman with the tears of Siva.
1: How do you know? It could be the housemaid with knees to match. A wager,
4: dear woman...
2: Your life against his. Let him in.
4: Go away, Slade. He'll kill you.
2: (laughs) So unworthy of you, Mister Val. Instead of frightening him away, you have only, what's Watson, you have only given him into my hands. My compliments, Mister Shannon. You are a gallant. I counted on that. Uh, What are you doing here, Chubby? But But here's a a cigar, Mister Shannon. You have them. Uh huh. They've cost me many tragic hours, Mr. Shannon. The hour when the seaman told me he had them, would sell them to me. The hours of waiting while Thomas killed him. The desolate hour when I discovered Thomas had brought me worthless baubles of glass. They will not suffer any more such endless agonies, Mr. Shannon. No devil caught you, huh? He was gonna sell your phonies while the real jewels were with a voodoo clone. So we could grow sapphires on a Pennsylvania farm. Uh, the tears see them, Mr. Shannon. Death, Mr. Shannon, like this gun.
1: You don't want them, Sake. Give them to him.
2: Yeah. I'll do that. Take him, Chubby. Ah! I'll kill you. I'll kill you. You ought to die a Chubby. You're fat. You're Exercise more like this. You, you. Pick up the marble, sailor.
0: Do not get
2: away. Watch him, Sailor, run.
0: Hey, I love not get hey. I love you, hey. Hey, hey.
2: Okay, Sailor, take the wheel. Steady as she goes. We're running without lights.
1: Tired, Slate?
2: Yeah, sure, I'm tired. I ran faster than the cops in Haiti ran. As far as I know, they're still looking for Cordovan.
1: Clay? Yeah? Do you think those sapphires will make nice earrings?
2: He'd huh. get them away from the Port of Prince chief of police. said he'd take care of them. He'd send them back to that lovable old witch.
0: Oh, oh Victor. That's
2: Cordovan, sailor. Give her the gun.
0: They're shooting at us.
2: Turn around, sailor. Head right for him. Are right? you crazy? What? I tell you. Okay, steady. we will crash into them. Just like a pass at him, sailor. Come as close as you can. We've got to take that chance. What
1: are you doing with that harpoon?
2: I've a lot of fish with this. Maybe I can get me a tom. Now, sailor,
1: make your pass. It's yours,
0: She's
1: got good aim, slave. Now what do we do?
2: Go back for the big fish. Steady, sailor. I'm going to board her. Steady have you aboard, Mr. Shannon. You've made a mess of things. You can redeem yourself by handing over those shotguns. You think you can handle this tub with one hand on the wheel and one hand on a gun? Exquisitely. You've got one shot. After that, I'll get to you. If you miss me, you're dead. It's a lumpy sea, too. Well, Cordovan? Well? You missed. Now it's my turn. don't! Oh, I can do this all night.
0: All
2: night. Oh. <sighs> Only you give up too easy.
0: Sailor! Everything under
1: control? hip
2: shape! I'm gonna throw your line. Okay. Got it?
0: I've got
2: it. Secure. Tow us in, Sailor. We're
0: going home? We're going home be <laughs> be
1: Put this on, Slate. What is it? I bought it in Haiti, in a little shop. I don't care where
2: you bought it. Just tell me what it is.
1: Well, this part is a love charm. And this part is a long chain, so it hangs over your heart.
2: What'd you pay for it?
1: What difference does it make? Put it
2: on. Anything to amuse you, sailor? Uh,
1: Now that you've got it on, don't you feel anything?
2: Nothing. What's it supposed to do to me?
1: Make you feel loved. It says so in the directions.
2: Uh, Well, you, uh, you you better read the directions again.
1: All right. Oh, yeah. Here it is in small print. What is? I'm supposed to get inside that necklace with you.
2: I knew there was something wrong. Come on.
1: Now what does it do to you?
2: Well, we can take it from here. Throw away the directions, Sailor. And so our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. May we invite you to listen again next week at this time for another exciting adventure starring... Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, together
0: in bold venture. (laughs)